Welcome to the One Speed MMA Podcast with yours truly, Flying Smitty. Carson Wood. Back after missing a week, but we're going to announce it ahead of time. We will not be here next week, but most likely on the 26th after the McGregor-Mayweather fight. Yes. I got a new job, tearing up a duplex. Tearing up a duplex. Well, half of one. Look at you changing things on half of your life. Changing things on half of my life. Partly vegetarian now. Trying to cut meat out mm-hmm. from a heart. From the so heart. There, so there's that. Not vegan. I'm still eating cheese and eggs and stuff. It's a freaking vegan. But apparently I have high cholesterol. I, I figured I had to announce that because just like doing CrossFit or anything like that, you have to tell everyone you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I wouldn't, the listeners wouldn't be our friends unless I told them that I was more or less vegetarian now. And yeah. meat And meat is murder. That is a fact. Yes. Um, undisputable. <laughs> so where do you want to start first, man? We got Ultimate Fighter 26. We got fight announcements. We've got Contender Series. And we've got the elephant in the room that is McGreg- McGregor Mayweather. Um, You pick. It's dealer's choice. Let's get McGregor Mayweather out of the way because I feel like we've discussed this once. There's been some more light and... Since we're missing a week, we can get it out of the way. Um, so first and foremost, let's talk about the sparring videos that were just released by Dana White and Paul. What was his name? I think it's Joe Maggio is who it is. <laughs> I don't know. How Here's to, to you, Joe DiMaggio. Just call him Paulie. Uh, where is it? Irish boxer. Bradley. Paul Malaganaji. Malaganaji? Something like that. We'll sure. just call it Paul. Pauly. Pauly. Um, the whole thing seems scripted from the onset, like when they first had their, their dispute. And he's like, sure, I'll help Connor. And then from there, just, oh, you be careful. I'm going to start releasing the videos. And then Connor's camp's like, release them. And then Dana's the one that actually ended up doing it. The whole thing seems totally scripted. That's not to say Connor didn't look at least good in it, but... His boxing was very, very unorthodox. Um, even in that, I mean, and they had the open tryouts too. I don't mean to digress, but like, it didn't seem like he was going full force in the open tryouts. It seems like Connor doesn't really want anyone to know what he actually has. I think it'd actually be better for him to go unorthodox. I think that's the yeah. only. I don't know if I've made this analogy on on this podcast before, but did you ever watch Smart Guy? The TV show on the Disney Channel? Yes, I did, but. You're going to need to tell me what you... <laughs> Taj Mahri is going up against... He's a young genius, right? He's like 11. Uh-huh. He's in high school. Mm-hmm. And he beats everybody in high school at chess because he's the smart guy. And then they bring in a computer, and the computer destroys him. And he knows that he can never beat the computer again because it learns your movements, and it has algorithms to figure out how to beat you from there, and it mm-hmm. should beat you in less, less moves. And I think it ends up doing it. I think he goes against the second time. For some reason, they scheduled a rubber match. And he thinks that he's going to beat him, and his brother's like tapping him up, being like, Hey, yeah, you're going to do really good. Meanwhile, his brother Marcus is taking side bets against his brother. <laughs> and TJ finds out. And so then Marcus feels bad, and he's like, Well, I want to help you practice. And then he starts just doing moves that make no sense, which TJ gets an idea and just does completely like backwards moves. That's how I feel like Connor has to do it. He has to go against he has to go against the uh, traditional grain, and he has to uh, 
go kind of the dumb route and just do what he's good at. Because I don't like how is he going to beat a guy that has twenty five plus years of experience? How is he going to beat him at his game in fundamentals? You can't. Like you, almost, you have to do something that nobody expects. I feel like. Well, I mean, you look at uh, what's his face, the Ukrainian guy. Lomachenko. Lomachenko, who just fought, what, a week and a half ago. I watched that fight. And his boxing is very different than a traditional boxing striking. Um, Much higher uh, output, much different type of striking where he he just barrages you for the entire fight rather than picking his shots and backing you up and that. He just... Just punches on punches on punches on punches, and I think that's what Connor has to do. He can't do the same thing though, because like the reason Lomachenko I felt like did that is because he doesn't have knockout power. He knows that yeah. he he just has to punch in bunches, and we know I'm not everybody's saying Connor's going to get gassed. I don't think Connor's going to gas, but if he does that kind of output, Connor will definitely gas. Lomachenko's like a buck thirty, I think. I, th- I think he's he's a lighter weight for sure. Um, I don't think he can. Im- something like that but he has to do weird angles he has to do different movements that boxers haven't mm-hmm. seen before that's i mean angles that's all about those angles well and it's i mean i'm by no way an mma expert or a boxing expert but that's just that's my feeling that's the only way to do it you're not going to go in there and beat a guy that's been doing what he's do, been doing for so long you're not going to beat him in his game i don't care if they give him another five years to prepare he's not going to beat floyd I, I agree with that. If you don't change it up, I mean, everybody's come at Floyd with what boxing is, and Connor's the only person that can come at him with a different type of, of striking. Um, how do you think the fight goes down? I mean, Connor says he, he was going to finish him within four, and if they get eight ounce gloves, he's going to finish him within two. Um, do you I, think he barrages him? No. I, I mean, we've never seen Connor do that, really. That's we, how he gassed with Nate. He didn't barrage him though. He was pressing the whole time, yeah. and he talks about how he didn't expect hitting the, that big a body, what it was going to do to him. And I, I don't think I, I've never seen him just go out like he puts pressure on him, but he doesn't just sit there and just like swing and swing and swing. He is very methodical about his shots. Still, I, I don't. I mean, I guess I wouldn't be surprised by anything at this point. I never thought the stupid thing was going to happen. I thought that the fight. I did. I. Here's what I think happens. I think Connor is pitching that he's going to come out and he has to finish him within the first two. I think within the, the first round where everyone expects him to just come out swinging, he doesn't. He figures out his range. He kind of slow starts. And then round two, he just comes out just swinging. He's got his range. He knows where he's going to be. He can he can take different angles. And I think round two, I think he goes for maybe not for broke, but he's going to go for it. But goes for Baroque. Baroque. He goes for Baroque. Baroque. Yeah. Yeah, the art style. And, I mean, he says if he gets out of four rounds, he's going to lose. Um, I don't – I do see this going to decision, and I do see Mayweather going to de- winning by decision, just like he always does by just playing possum and just kind of outlanding his opponents when they get tired in the late rounds. How funny is it that Floyd can, uh, made fun of him for quitting so often, and then he essentially admitted, "I don't think he's going to quit necessarily after four, but it's essentially like eh, after four, I just I can't win." <laughs> it's like you're already giving up. I think he's trying to hype the fight because Mayweather hasn't been exciting for the last probably five years, if not ever, 
I mean, I've never been like, oh, I have to watch this Mayweather fight. And every time Mayweather fights somebody and it's supposed to be good, it's just awful. And everyone does nothing but complain about it. So I think Conor is doing that. It's being a PR to get it like, hey, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to beat him in within four. So you better come watch it because I'm going to go for broke and it's going to be worth watching whether I win in that amount of time or I, I lose after that. Did I tell you Paul's going to be out there for that? Is he going to the fights or is he just going to be in Vegas? He's going to be in Vegas. Yeah. So they planned to, him and his friend from work planned a golfing trip. And uh, how they find a hotel? Th- this was way before that, uh, so they kind of just got lucky. They've had it scheduled for. Oh. He should. They should sell their hotel room and make hand over fist. I don't. I don't know if you could. I mean, there's so much like Airbnb now. I don't know if you could actually do that. But anyways, um, <laughs> and the kid that he's going with, we, we work with him too. Well, worked for me. Um, he was like, "Dude, we're gonna try to go to the fights," and I'm like. And Paul, Paul kind of leveled him out on that. He's like, uh, that's not going to happen. I'm like, not only are you not going to be able to go to the fights, you're probably the worst place in the world to watch the fights. Do you remember watching Rampage versus Rashad when we were out there? We had to go all the way up to the Red Rock. And just get in the Penny Casino outside of a bar. Uh, and I'm like... Because we would have still had to pay a cover to go in and watch yeah. the... Yeah. And I think it was full, too. And I'm yeah. like, this was seven, six years ago? Yeah. This was six, seven years ago. Whatever it was. And I'm like, there's... You guys aren't going to be able to watch the fights. You're going to have to watch a stream on a laptop. That's the only way you'd be able to do it. And where are they going to get Wi-Fi? The hotel room. They're going to be in the hotel room. Uh, oh, they're going to try and find it on the strip? Yeah, I know. Well, no, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, not huge, they're not huge MMA or boxing fans by any means. But so I, they wanted to go to a public place to watch the fights. They were, just to do it. Yeah, Red Rock. It would have to be all the way up at the Red Rock. The other thing that they are doing, well, I doubt, I, I bet they've done away with that. I bet you can't even do that anymore. Because of how big MMA's gotten, there's no way that they're going to just let you sit outside in the penny slots and just watch it. Um, but uh, the other thing, that, what's that? Just feeding it like a dollar every. Like, That's when hour. we found out that John Jones was the greatest yeah. of all time. Remember, or uh, future up and comer. Yep, some guy told us our business because we had no idea. <laughs> Do you guys know who's the greatest fighter right now? Or what does he? What did he say? He's, no, they were talking about Rashad, and I think Rampage Red was that fight, and he was like, yeah, but do you know who the actual best fighter in the UFC is right now? <laughs> we just both go, yeah, John Jones. Now listen, it's John Jones. <laughs> he oh, didn't thanks. Care. Yeah, he didn't care what we Whatever said. Whatever the answer was going to be, even though we allegedly, or we got it right, he was going to let us know that we were wrong, and he was right. <laughs> um, we didn't know what we were talking about. Do you know what they are doing, though? They're charging $40 a head in Vegas, and I think this is actually across the country. To go to um, movie theaters. Yeah. $40. Dude. $40 a head. I mean, I guess, I mean, that's, you could buy it at your own house and split it 50-50 with literally anyone else and yep. you would be, you'd be paying the exact same. The only problem is if you don't have the amenities for it. Like if you don't have cable TV, if you don't have Dolby Atmos technology, <laughs> if you don't have a, a movie, scre- a movie uh, theater screen. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I understand publicity, right? All of it's about publicity. Going back to Pauly, um, Pauly more or less works for Showtime. He wrote not a, more or less. He does. He works for Showtime. Yeah. So I mean, he he does all of his boxing stuff with Showtime. He did an open letter to boxing on Showtime. Why did if it, if it's not a publicity stunt? Why would they let him go train with Conor McGregor? What's the what's the point? Of being like, hey, we work for Showtime. Let's send our boxer out there. And they say he was, uh, 
he was headhunting and he was trying to get information and, and figure out kind of his style. And like Connor and his team knew that it, they were coming out there on behalf of Showtime to there's spy. No, in my opinion, there's no let. They can't tell him he can't go. Yeah. I mean, they could be like, hey, we don't want we don't want you fraternizing. I mean, Conor McGregor called the dude a weasel, the VP of Showtime a weasel. They could easily be like, hey, no, don't associate with him. They can't do that. They can't tell you that. That's not in a contract. Think about it, though. You think about it. Like, like think of how little control they have over Cowboy in the UFC, who there's only one organization for, and he's not even a commentator. He's their fighter. I think about it like being... On a sports team, right? You play for the Dallas Cowboys. And during the offseason, they're like, hey, come over to the Ravens camp or the Philadelphia, the play, come over to the Eagles camp well, and just train with us for a day. And he's like, okay, cool. It's completely we'll different. Though. Showtime's the, it's just the TV outlet, the promotion that yeah, puts it on. But still, um, it's, it's still an us versus them mentality. And Showtime is us. And the UFC and think the about bigger it, promotions is Think them. about it more like this. Like, what if somebody from Bellator got Joe Rogan to go over and show him how, how to do uh, spinning back heels or push kicks, spinning book, uh, push kicks? Yeah. He's a commentator for the UFC directly. But it's still a gym. You're going, I guess, I guess that's, that's the same. That, yeah, that's you're the going same to the exact gym, thing. Like you're going to the gym. Like, there's no way that the UFC is telling Joe Rogan, hey, you can't go help um, who's somebody over there. Chell Sonnen, like tell him yeah. like Chell Sonnen, you can't go help Chell Sonnen. He's like, not only can I, I'm going to like, you can't, you can't tell somebody they can't go to a gym. I it's, it's a definitely an interesting situation. And I think Showtime was sending him to get insider information on how Conor McGregor was boxing. See, and I don't think Showtime cares at all. They're in the they, business. They make money no matter what. What do they care? If Floyd loses this time. They, Floyd loses the, the, the mysticism is somewhat gone and they're not going to make anywhere near as much money on him anymore. Well, they're not going to make any money off of him anyways. All they need... He's not going to stay retired. I think he is. He's done. And I hope. Actually, I think if Winner he loses, wins. I think he's not. If he loses, I don't... I wonder, man. If he loses, I don't know what's going to happen. I think the fix is already in. I, th- I feel like there's no way that he loses. Um, I, I hope he does. I hope Connor wins. I hope Floyd wins. And that's... I think Floyd wins. I hope Connor wins. The thing is, is it doesn't really tell you what which is better, MMA or boxing. You know what I mean? Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't really... Boxing, like they said, boxing is still bigger based on paychecks and based on promotion and based on all of that. Like, MMA is great, and I think it's getting a wider audience. But I think boxing is still worldwide. Yeah, maybe not worldwide. I don't know, man. I think, yeah, I think boxing is still bigger worldwide. And you look at paychecks and that kind of thing, and that's why I think the boxing is probably still bigger worldwide. What paychecks though? It's like the thirty what? million dollars compared to like five hundred and five hundred. Five hundred to show, five hundred to win. Who's doing that? The UFC. It's for their champions. Who's doing thirty? Thirty mil? Showtime for Mayweather fights? So for Mayweather. Yeah. That's the only one making that money though. Well, Pacquiao. Uh Mayweather Pacquiao or it. Like that's the whole that was Dana's. There was whole point. there was one other guy that was doing that too. No, but I mean like you go, but I mean that that's that was happening for years. So you look at Mosley, you look at you look at De La Hoya, you look at uh, what's it, Canelo. Those guys are all making way more than any of the UFC fighters. Boxing's always going to be relevant, especially with the advent of MMA. Yeah, but and there's always going to be a need to know how to throw like strong hand techniques. 
I find boxing boring. Mm, it's even the Lomachenko fight to me was boring. Mm, I didn't actually get to watch that yet, and I know it's all over YouTube, which was really surprising to me. But I'm gonna go back and watch it. But um, it's not it's not boring to me, but it's not compelling. If I could do one or the other, I would definitely pick MMA. It's not. The thing is, it's always going to be around, yeah. and I'm okay with it. Like I have, I don't want boxing to go away. I don't know any of of any MMA fan that's like, yeah, we should do away with boxing. I would just like more of the other sports. Like I don't know how jujitsu is not an Olympic sport. I never want MMA to be an Olympic sport because I actually like the disciplines. Having mm-hmm. like the the severe practitioners in each one of those, I would love to see. We already have judo, mm-hmm. we have boxing, um, we have wrestling. I don't know how jujitsu is not in there, but I would love to see, I guess judo is kind of, you have jujitsu elements. So maybe that's why it's never come in. But you still have submission grappling if it goes down. Yeah. But I would love to see, um, I would love to see that more like the elevation of other sports and kind of being on par with boxing and then MMA just to be King Supreme. Yeah. No, I, I, I can agree with that. And I, don't get me wrong, I respect boxers, and it's nothing against boxing or boxers. I just think the style, and even some of the, the MMA fights now that are, are mostly stand-up fights where they're not really striking, they're just kind of circling, you know, the Stephen Thompson, um, Tyron Woodley fight where nothing really happened. Like, I don't want to go back to the pride days where people just stand in front of each other and just, like, play rock and sock and robots, because that, to me, too, doesn't really show any kind of, like, skill. I was watching the best of pride, man. And those dudes just swung. That's all it was is just seeing who would, who would get knocked out first. And though that was awesome. And that was super entertaining. I'm glad that MMA has moved forward substantially from either someone getting taken down and submitted or someone just getting just beat half to death because they wouldn't give up. Mm -hmm. And so boxing, I think it's the same way, man. Levachenko's, looks a lot better because he, he has a different style and he's doing different things rather than just covering up for 12 rounds and then picking your shots and then just like fainting left and right and then going to the body or to the head. Like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was brutal and that's why everybody loved him because he just went out there and he finished fights. And it's very different now, especially with those smaller weight classes where it's all about speed and precision and there's not a lot. I mean, yes, there's a lot of punches thrown, but those gloves are so big. And they, most fights are going to go 12 rounds. Like three rounds, five rounds is sometimes too much for me in, in MMA. 12 rounds is just like, oh, my goodness. Like we don't need this. So I think you move it. There, there's some things in boxing that could be fixed. And obviously I'm not the one to, to even try and start to try and fix boxing because well, I don't understand it. But. And that's the thing I think we can't do as MMA fans. I didn't expect it to go this route by any means, but I kind of hate when people, either with soccer or with MMA... They Get rid tr- of ties. Well, yeah, they try to project their sport onto it, and I don't want to take that away from boxing. People love boxing for what it is, and like I said, I don't ever want it to go away, but I uh, I think they need to change some stuff. But I, like you said, I am not the guy to, to tell boxing what to do. Um, most of those changes have to be gradual. If any change, some people probably argue it doesn't need to be changed, that it's good the way that it is and keep doing your thing. Cause like everybody always say, like, for example, in soccer, you got to do away with offsides. And I'm like, well, all of a sudden you're just playing boom ball. You're just yeah. kicking it 
like a volleyball. You can't f- get rid of offsides. No. And it's like you're kicking it just from one end to the other, and it's just like there's no midfield at all. And and there's probably something like that that we're missing in mm-hmm. boxing. Because honestly, we're not the biggest boxing fans. Um, only recently, because of everything that's happen- happened, um, I told our group text this, I've became become familiar. I don't know them and how they fight and everything, but Vasilo Machenko and Earl Spence Jr. Or Spence Earl Jr., that's James, how but, James Earl Jones. That's how much I know him. As I know, I don't know how his name. <laughs> no, it's Spence Earl Jr. I'm pretty sure. But I've been watching their highlights and their fights on YouTube, and that's pretty much all that I know right now. And so I don't want to tell boxing do this boxing. And I watched one documentary about how no one's going to the Olympics anymore because there's no there's no national pride and there's no money in the Olympics, so everyone's just padding their records and going straight to like the promotions. Mm-hmm. Super interesting, man. Um, well, let's talk about the big, the biggest news in the MMA right now, which is the Ultimate Fighter 26, a new champion will be crowned, where they're still using Ronda Rousey's outline to sell it to people that don't realize that Ronda Rousey will never be back. Errol Spence Jr., sorry. Um, this is the women's 125 division, and most of the women that are on this have already competed in the original women's ultimate fighter and never made it into the UFC. So, so is Joanna Calderwood not getting a shot at it? I don't know. No, no. Wow. They might have one fight before this is over because they just announced the coaches and everyone that's on it. So Eddie Alvarez and Justin Gehi, 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 I don't know how it's pronounced. Anyway, the one that just had this fight with, uh, Michael Johnson and was rock'em talking robots. Speaking of which, Talking about how we don't want those type of fights, but then everyone's like, "That's fight of the year! Fight of the year is the greatest thing ever!" <laughs> it's like, yeah, those are still exciting. Well, it's people care about narrative. Like he had gotten knocked down multiple times, and then it looked like he had no gas, and still just made Michael Johnson quit. So it's more than just technique at that point. It's a narrative, and yeah. it's an interesting narrative because we don't see. And the other thing is, leading up to the fight, you don't see fighters say, eh, "Eventually, I'm going to get knocked out. I'm slower than he is." <laughs> and uh, but I'm not going to stop fighting like this. It's like, okay, like, that's awesome. Cool. So most of these girls are coming over from Invicta, from the 125 division. It looks like they're they're doing that again. Um, and other than that, they're lo- like Lauren Murphy. For those that are familiar with the UFC uh, women's divisions, Lauren Murphy is has been in the UFC for quite a while. Um, they've got Rachel Ostovich, which she dresses up like uh, Wonder Woman when she fights, and she she just lost her last fight. It's not, and then the one that dresses up like the Power Ranger, the one with the glasses, that like is kind of super nerdy looking. Mm-hmm. I think oh, Mata Fairy, Roxanne. Anyway, I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know any of these right now. Well, I guess the thing is, is does this interest you at all? Yeah. So let's put interest into a into a frame, though. I said that the last Ultimate Fighter really interested me, and I watched like one mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. So um, I usually really like the fights to get into the house. Are they even doing that this time? Or they already have the no, bracket set up? It, it looks like they've already got. It looks like they've they've pulled one or two people from the UFC, and then the rest of them are straight from Invicta, their 125 division. See, I see, and I wish is what they would have done is they would have just. Women's flyweight. I wish they would have just taken everybody that was up for 125, and including like the Joanna Calderwoods and stuff like that, and they would have just made it for the belt, and they would have just, like, that way you get the best 125er. I think that would have been, because they've done stuff like that in the past. 
but they've usually like the the Mighty Mouse when they did the 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 bracket, but it was only four of them. I would like to see like a big bracket go all the way down throughout a whole season, and then we get a pay per view or a Fox Sports One card for the actual belt. I think that'd be more fun. But. So this has. This season will exclusively feature... So this is Wikipedia. This season will exclusively feature the women's flyweight division with a goal of crowning the UFC's inaugural 125-pound champion in the season finale. All women who are currently on the UFC roster were allowed to submit their names for the tournament as were females unsigned by the UFC, which is weird to me because there's way more women on this from Invicta than there are the UFC. Mm -hmm. So maybe Calderwood and, and those girls didn't want to deal with this going into the Ultimate Fighter house and... And having to live there and because they've done it before and really disliked it. And so they're letting these guys fight their way through and then eventually fighting them later. Well, don't you think, like, so when are they filming? And it was announced May 3rd. Original release August 30th, 2017. So they've already filmed? So Joanna couldn't have done it. She had her fight. And that's what she was pissed about when they announced the 125 division. It was the day before they had that press conference that they announced her fighting. Uh, is it Calvillo? Was that who it was? Mm-hmm. So it was the day before. Another, so Invicta FC flyweight champion Barb Hancheck and Ultimate Fighter Team Rousey versus Team Weight contestant Roxanne Modafferi, and then Lauren Murphy. So there's not a lot of women from the 115 division, and I'm guessing they're just gonna they didn't want to deal with the Ultimate Fighter or the, or the setup. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to let these girls fight through the tournament. And none of the girls on this season look like they're going to remain the champion for a very long time if any of them win. Because as soon as the one the 115ers start moving up or the 135ers start moving down, 125 is going to be probably the best division in the in the women's division. Because it gets the best fighters from 135 and the best fighters from 115. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I'm not excited for the Ultimate Fighter. I haven't been excited for the Ultimate Fighter in a really long time. Um, I really, I don't know if Alvarez and Geishi are fighting at the end, but that would be pretty awesome. They both came from Bellator too, which is kind of funny. But it doesn't say anything about how the if the coaches are going to fight each other at the end. But I would guess that they're going to. They probably just haven't announced it just in case something happens and they don't end up fighting each other at the end. Anyway. That is that. That was just news that I think that we had to go through. Um, contender series. So you haven't been watching any of this, correct? Not an ounce of it. So it's actually pretty good. Um, it's basically an undercard, right? Where some of the fights are just like, oh, yeah, that's not that great. And then other ones are like, okay, cool. Like, I'd like to see this guy again. One thing I was looking up just is uh, right. he, they both didn't come from Bellator. He, uh, Justin Gage. WSOF. From, yes. Ah, Reddit's wrong. You're wrong, Reddit. He might have fought at Bellator at one point. Uh, he did not. He Never? fought an ROF, Rage in, Ca- Rage in the Cage, WSOF 2, 3, 6, 8, 11, 15, 19, 23, 29, 34, and then the Ultimate Finer. So he never came from Bellator? Nope. So it's basically Bellator versus WSOF, or Pro Fight League, or whatever they call it now. Is it Pro Fight League? I don't remember. I think that they changed the name of it, yeah, because they were bought out, because they were in some kind of weird uh, lawsuit. Um, yeah, well, I, I, cause I was like, I, I didn't think that he did, but I didn't want to speak out of turn cause you're more knowledgeable. About it it was on Wikipedia. I literally just regurgitated, I regurgitated it after what I saw. Wikipedia or Reddit? Cause I was looking at Wikipedia. Wikipedia. 
It said two Bellator. That's what I was looking Top for. Top 26. Wikipedia. Um, Highweight division. Do you think he makes any... Sp- Two-time Bellator. Oh no, I was wrong. Two-time Bellator lightweight champion and former UFC lightweight champion against former WSOF. I did speak incorrectly. I was thinking two, two Bellator ex champions, but I, I I misspoke. Okay, not a big deal. Wikipedia is not wrong. I am wrong. Um, uh, what were we talking about? Sorry, contender series. You said it's been good. It's been worth watching. If you like, I don't know if I would. There are a couple fights you can go back and watch on Fight Pass that are worth watching. I can't think of any of them off the top of my head. But when I get home at like 6 o'clock on a Tuesday and I'm like, huh, I don't know what to do with my time. It's on. And it's basically like watching Undercard. You know, it's a bunch of kind of no-name guys that some of them perform really well. I've been really, really under-impressed with the heavyweight guys that are coming in. These guys are like really heavy and really kind of out of shape. So they'll be in the top ten in no time. Yeah, they'll be in the top ten in no time. None of them, none of the heavyweights have gotten a contract yet either. Oh, by the way, I got hired with somebody that allegedly fights out here. Really? Mm-hmm. Just like random people, or like in a local promotion? In a local promotion, he doesn't just show up at gyms and try and fight people. <laughs> no, did you see the guy? Paul showed me this. <laughs> did you see the guy that walked into the gym and went to go? Sh- he was like, "Hey, sorry, sorry for what I did," and he goes to shake the master's hand. And uh, then slaps the master in the head. What? <laughs> and uh, dude, it's so funny because I was showing Paul this, and Paul's like, "I know very little about MMA, but like, because he's he's cut, he's like he's he's shredded." And he goes up to the guy wearing a gi, and I'm like, "You spend like three minutes trying to get a limb of somebody in jujitsu. The worst thing you could possibly do extend is hand. extend your hand and give it to him." And so. The guy, the master, takes him down and just starts slapping him in the head when he's got him in when he's got him in uh, his hooks in in the back. That's awesome. And then it cuts, and he lets him go against a girl, and she gets his back and chokes him out. And so then the guy's like, "Get off him! Get off him! Get off him!" The the black belt is, and he lifts his legs up, starts shaking his legs to get the blood back into his head and everything. And the guy comes to, and starts, and he's like, "Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! I don't know what happened. We're back on." And the guy's like, she she just beat you, or she just fought you. And he's like, now we're fighting. And he goes after him again, and he gets him back down and just starts slapping him in the head. <laughs> Goodness gracious. It's amazing man. is what it is. Um, I don't know how I got off topic. Oh, um, because I got hired with a guy. So oh, maybe yeah. he did something like that, and that's what he's considered fighting. He's also, like, I just show up at gyms and pick fights with masters. Also, if you're interested in this, Pokemon. kind of in between our two houses, I just, I didn't know this. I've only known of Absolute that was by our house. A plague on both your houses. Uh, there is a Gracie Baja gym. Really? And I think I'm going to go. There's also uh, Jeremy Horn's Elite, which is between our two houses. Where's that? Uh, right off of, you know, the frontage road, if you take 106th. Mm-hmm. So if you go. And you go right up towards the freeway and you hang a left on the frontage road and it'll take you down to 90th. And like, it's a back way to the stadium, the mm. Rio Tinto. Um, that's where Jeremy Horn's elite is. Well, you lot that are from Utah, if you were to go to a gym, I'm not, I don't necessarily have like a, uh, I'm not saying that it has to be MMA or jujitsu or like a stand up gym. I'm actually down for any of them. Probably price is right on which, whichever one's cheaper I'll go to. Would you say Gracie Baja, Elite? 
or absolute or factum for that matter. I think factum is relatively close. It seems like there's a lot of people that go to Jeremy Horn's camp that are head cases. So Gracie Baja, yeah. absolute or but factum. Where, but there's, there's a whole bunch of, I mean, but that's, that's where Sean O'Connell is. And that's where um, some of the ex Utes that used to play college football here will go out. And... I think I just want to try jujitsu because I pretty much did, just did stand up when I was, uh, not I went I went to this gym and did stand up comedy. Yeah, at one hit. No, um, I just you did. Literally uh, had one one hit joke. <laughs> um, and no, it was uh, I did mostly just kickboxing, but I think I want to do just jujitsu. So I'd have to buy a gi. Is the only thing. But anyway, sidetrack. Contender How much series. Does a gi cost? They're pretty expensive, right? Yeah, I think you can get them a lot cheaper. But I think I would just go to that MMA Weekly, which is the Daily Dill thing that they mm-hmm. did. Um, you can get them up, if you get them at the right time. You can usually catch geese for about sixty percent off. Yeah, you just have to know your size, and you have to go really quick because the more common size, which I'm pretty average size, it's gone a lot quicker. That makes sense. So going back into the Contender Series, here's how I would do it. I would go watch all of the. I would go onto UFC Fight Pass. I would look at the, the the fights that don't last 15 minutes, so it's not like 25 minutes worth of fight video or whatever it is, <laughs> and I would go watch those ones because all of the ones that have had finishes, and there's a two two or three that have gone to decision that have been pretty good, uh-huh. um, but that's how, I would, that's how I would structure it. Did you break something? No. My chair broke? No. Oh, there's broke. lights behind me. There's Christmas lights behind yeah, me. Put Christmas those away in the, in the storage, sir. You, you're just lucky they're not still on my house. Put them on the house. I don't or, care or better than those, behind me. One of those families that I'm not going to hit them if they're behind. Christmas lights. But yeah, no. So that's how I would do the contender series. If you're home on Tuesday night, my wife works till eight. So really I get from six to eight, I can watch them and then she comes home and they're more or less over. So it works out really well for me. Fights in the middle of the week. Um, August 19th, there's Bellator MMA. And then the 25th as well, there's a Bellator card. So, I mean, we're not without MMA because... The UFC is not doing much until the until the uh, Connor fight. Korshchev is fighting again. He's a dude to beat Jordan here when Bellator was in Utah, um, and he lost his championship belt. But he's by far one of the best, if not the best, in that Bellator division. Um, kind of a boring fighter, more of a wrestler than anything else. But he got knocked out last time, so he's got a Bellator does it right, and they he's give a poor him, man's Khabib is what you're telling basically, me. Basically, they give him a couple fights before he gets back to the title fight, which he really deserves just to go straight back to the title fight. But it is what it is. Um, and with that, man, anything else? There's not a whole lot going on. Matt Hughes has been conscious for a couple weeks. That's good news. Oh yeah, I, we hadn't talked about that. That's good. That's way I didn't good. know that it was that bad because yeah, I, he was I like thought in a coma. Well, I thought that it hit the passenger side. So I figured, like, because it seemed like he was always in stable condition, like mm-hmm. it was never life threatening. But it's weird that he was in a coma that long. So especially when someone like Tim Hague just like was done. Yeah, it's weird. Um, so best luck to him with recovery. That's really awful. But yeah, um, man, I'm glad that you that you knew that. I didn't see that. I I hadn't heard real much of anything. Yep, it's crazy, man. Those guys all have bad brains, and then they all get in weird accidents. So we're glad that he's okay. Anything else? No. That was that was some good news, some good happy news to end the podcast with. Yeah. Yeah. So we will be back not ne- next week, but the week after. Probably if we're all watching the Connor fight in the same place, we may just all jump on and record. I don't know why we wouldn't. It makes the most sense because Sean should be here too. Sean's not going to record. He'll record if he's here. if Connor wins. 
Oh, you know he's going to record. Sean's not going to record. <laughs> Sean will never Married record. Married Sean is not going to record. He hasn't. When was the last time he defended Connor? To us on a text thread? Yeah, never on this, though. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, my wife will be gone, so. Good, <laughs> right? We, we can bring Paul's Traeger over here and uh, grill up some vegetables. We can do it at my house, too. Nobody else can be there. Oh, because, yeah, Paul will be gone, too. We can Traeger it up. Fire it up. Probably wouldn't allow that. Fire it up. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I thought you said the other day we could use this Traeger. We'll see. We'll take this. More offline. than happy to ask. We'll take this offline. We shouldn't. Don't you all it. should get Traegers. There's our our uh, sponsorship. Yeah. Sponsor. Hashtag ad. Hashtag sponsored by Traeger. All right, guys. Tune in two weeks from now when we break down the winner of the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight. Bye. Bye.